0: Welcome to episode number three of the Gratitude and Grit podcast hosted by Nick Prohaska and Brad Hokinson. We created this podcast for you to talk about real things with real people that everyone can relate to. Our goal with this show is to galvanize our community and provide you with the tools necessary to create a better you through gratitude and grit. On this week's episode, we're going to have Nick break down what is CrossFit. We will dive into the three components outlined by the CrossFit website. So plug in, sit back, and enjoy the show. All right, and we're back for episode number three of the Gratitude and Grit podcast. And in this episode, we're going to talk about what is CrossFit. So in preparing for this podcast, I was able to watch a few hours of Greg Glassman talk, about CrossFit. And, um, you know, as somebody that's been doing it for three years, I, uh, just kind of don't really research CrossFit.com very much. Don't really pay attention. Just kind of have learned a little bit, um, from the coaches and you guys talking about it, but never actually kind of got the backstory of CrossFit.
1: Yeah. The history, what, what it means. Yep. Who is Greg Glassman,
0: right? There you go. Um, (laughs) So I just think it would be beneficial to kind of simplistically break it down uh, for our community, and kind of give them a little bit of the uh, of the base of CrossFit. Absolutely, and have I you agree. explain that in English? Sure, uh, which would be helpful. So, um, what is CrossFit? According to the CrossFit website, it'll define it as a lifestyle characterized by safe, effective exercise with sound nutrition. CrossFit can be used to accomplish any goal from improved health to weight loss to better performance. The program works for everyone, people who are just starting out and people who have trained for years. So that's pretty encompassing. Uh, sounds really good, which is Sounds prob- really good on a website, right? Yeah, <laughs> which is probably why we do it. Um, yeah. So what does that kind of mean in, in uh, layman's terms? Yeah, in
1: it, exactly. What does it mean? So real quick backing up greg glassman founder and ceo of crossfit so our listeners and people in the crossfit community might not know who uh, coach glassman is so coach Glassman's the one that's kind of the the brainchild of it, everything that we do not that he created uh, any of the movements specifically but putting the recipe together and, and designing crossfit as a as a fitness medium so yeah, what does that mean? The, the a lifestyle characterized by safe and effective exercise, sound nutrition. Uh that that says a lot there. I think it, it is a lifestyle obviously uh, for those of us that incorporate it into our lives. We it, it it is a common thread in in what we do and the the language that we use about around nutrition, exercise and what we believe is good in both of those, right? What is good exercise and what is good nutrition? So it gives us a common thread of language there Um, and and really to to accomplish any goal, improved health and weight loss and and better performance. You know, the, the workouts that we do, if we're talking just workouts, the workouts can be custom tailored to your specific needs, whether that's, you know, not able to jump and you just need to step or whether that's you need to lift heavier weights or run faster or whatever, you can customize the workout to suit what you need in that exact moment um, again, regardless of age regardless of uh, ability level regardless of of disability or impairment so um, so and it works for everyone, which is that last last sentence so it so it really works for everybody so it yeah the the language they use on the website really kind of and comes as off. You just break it down piece by piece.
0: And I think it's a good thing to talk about, um, coming off of our last podcast, where we were talking about get fit to stay active. You know, we were talking about being in it for the long haul, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. Uh, and we talked a lot about functional movements. So, right. um, yeah, I think definitely. it's great to give our community a little bit of a background on that and, uh, you know, kind of explain a little bit more. So, yeah, we're going to break this podcast down into three different segments. Uh, one is being simple nutrition. Uh, two is the workout. And then three is the community. So cool. those are kind of the three things in my mind that uh, equate to CrossFit. And so let's start with uh, simple nutrition, Nick. Yeah, so nutrition uh, is kind of at the foundation
1: uh, of what we what we agree on is important and in our health and fitness, right? That has uh what we eat and drink and then what we consume has the ability to dictate obviously our weight, but but more than just our weight, right? Our overall health and, and wellness. So uh CrossFit's kind of definition of, hey, you know, what do you recommend eating? You know, everybody asks the question, what should I eat? What should my diet plan be? And CrossFit kind of breaks it down really simply. It doesn't mean it's, well, they break it down very straightforward. It's not very simple to do in practice. But the, the mantra that we use is eat meats and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, and no sugar. Keep intake levels that will support exercise but not body fat. Okay, so... Eat again. I'll kind of reiterate it again. Eat meats and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, and no sugar. You know, if you're kind of looking and thinking about foods, uh, that's real food. Um, you know, you're. It's not something that comes from a factory and that's put in a box. Um, you know, again, talking about the practicality of it, it's it's hard to do in practice, but this recipe for nutrition will keep body fat down, but also support an active lifestyle with
0: exercise. Right? Very simplistically, it's, it's obviously eliminating processed foods and sugar. Absolutely. So eat meat and vegetables is whole foods. Right. So if we can get rid of processed foods and immediately start eating whole foods, uh, and mostly plants and vegetables, then that's going to start us on a good path for success.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean,
0: the, another way to think of it, uh, what was I heard if you
1: eat it if it was grown on a plant, or if it's a root from a ground or uh, had eyes, or if it had eyes or if it has parents, right? Yeah. Like um, so yeah, that's that's really the definition of food, and, and yeah, you said it, it. It eliminates the the option for processed foods uh, and sugar, specifically. I mean it, it, it says in there, no sugar. So, you know, eat meat and vegetables, some fruit, nuts and seeds, a little starch and starches, you know, potatoes and and things like that, but no sugar, like don't do that. So just because the, you know, Glassman's belief and and what we, we also believe is that sugar really is a, what am I trying to say? Sugar is really bad for your health, just in
0: general, so. And then what about the intake levels, the way he describes it about uh, support exercise but not body fat?
1: Yeah, that's good. Um, So, again, straightforward in language, but really not very simple to do. Um, A lot of ways you can think of this, uh, the easiest way is take your plate and you know fill it with the right mix of foods of the real foods that we're talking about and fill it once and only once and that's what you eat for your meal three times a day period
0: yeah i think a lot of people think that when they start working out that they need to you know add another 1000 calories or you know, get into the closer to right. 3000 calories, uh, which is a lot of food. Yeah. And that's where they start going wrong is they're like, well, I'm working out. I need to eat a lot. And really it's, that's not the way it's founded.
1: Yeah, that, that's true. I, I think at the premise of that is people start working out and they haven't been working out and they, we assume or think we are burning a thousand calories in a workout or, or because of a workout, we're going to burn a thousand calories. Therefore I need to eat more. Uh, and sometimes that might be the case, but more often than not, it's actually not. We're probably, again, talking as a general population in the United States, we're probably over-consuming on calories, specifically if your diet has processed foods. There are circumstances where you're actually being underfed, you're under nutrition, but you're eating all the time, but it's not, the calories in the food aren't quality, so, you're, so you can actually under-eat. But yeah, the idea is that, Fill the plate, you know, it's okay to be hungry every once in a while. I think that's, you know, that could be another discussion where it's okay to get hungry and then eat and then not be stuffed to be full, right? There's a lot of times we think, oh, well, uh, I need to go back for seconds because my stomach isn't hurting in pain because I'm full. You know, that, that's probably a, a factor in, well, how much should I be eating? And you need to stop eating before your stomach hurts. Right?
0: Yep. Okay. Uh, So that's kind of a good synopsis of nutrition. And so now let's talk about segment two, which is workout.
1: Yeah. So the, the, the methodology of CrossFit and the way that we kind of define uh, exercise and working out is that the, the CrossFit workout is constantly varied. Functional movements performed at relative intensity. Um, so if we kind of, Break that down, um, you know the the constantly varied means that we're 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 changing the workouts every day. We're changing the movements that we do every day and every week. Um, so that we are able to do a variety of activities in the gym and outside of the gym. Um, Glassman uses the example of a hopper, right? Imagine one of those old school bingo hoppers where you put A hundred different exercises and and movements and activities from biking and rowing and run a marathon, deadlift your body weight, bench press, do as many push-ups as you can do, whatever. You put all these activities in a hopper, roll that thing around, whatever comes out of the hopper you should be able to do um, with not ease, but you should be able to do it and have capacity in all of those skills. So that's why constantly varied is important um functional movements we talk about uh, movements in the gymnastics realm the weightlifting realm um running rowing biking these are, are activities and movements that that allow, allow us to move loads over distances essentially or, or time um you know gymnastics we, we talk about gymnastics in the term of using our body to do movement whether that's is as simple as a plank and a push-up. An air squat is a gymnastics movement. Pull-ups are gymnastics, and then obviously higher-level gymnastics. Um, these all have, um, these all have real-world application in our uh, in our lives, right? Biking, rowing, picking things up, helping a neighbor move, moving a couch. Uh, All all sorts of things like that,
0: which is what we again talked about in the last episode. Um, You know, that's the stuff that we're really going to want to to achieve when we get into the later years in life. Is we want those functional movements, so that way we can carry groceries, carry luggage, yes, you know, get up and down, exactly that type of stuff.
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah, and you know, the idea with those functional movements, and we have hit on this before, is that if you don't have capacity now, wherever you're at in life now, then later in life, you will naturally lose capacity. Therefore, we need to train those movements, practice them, develop them, get better at them now, so that we have the ability to do them as we age, right? You know, literally standing up, sitting down, like you said, getting up out of bed, you know, it, when we're elderly. So, and then the intensity, uh, piece of that equation, um, CrossFit's known for intense workouts, right? That's Kind of why it's fun. That's why we like it. That's why we're par- partially why we're all here working out together. Is that the intensity is fun, and also that intensity is where the results are are made. Um, you know, the the equation for intensity is really a, a function of power, meaning your force times distance divided by time it equals your power output. Right? How how heavy did you how heavy of a weight did you move? How far did you move it, and how long did it take? Um, The an example is doing one push up, an hour, for 24 hours, or doing 24 push ups as fast as you can. Right, that's that's intensity. So, the the force you know of the push up, the distance that you moved, to just pushing up and down, and how long did it take you? That means
0: your power output. So, and that was kind of the 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 big element for CrossFit for me when I came in is you know, is, is everything's measured on a clock. So we live and die by the clock, Yeah. which really is the way to enhance the intensity. So if we were just going to come and, you know, be a bodybuilder or weightlifter and do curls, right. you know, if you're going to do three sets of 10 or three sets of 12, we're well, just going to do those naturally, right. And or at your own pace. Yes, for sure. Whereas in CrossFit, everything is, it's a function of time. It's everything has the time component Uh, Which is really ramps up that intensity, exactly. Which is what makes a lot of fun, and you know, every workout ends, or every class kind of ends with a, you know, ten fifteen minute workout that's always given by a clock, and it's an AMRAP or something like that to really drive up that intensity element. So, well,
1: yeah, and I, yes, the the key to that intensity, like, an understandable, you know, are we just doing hard workouts just for the sake of doing a hard workout, just because it is fun, or, or why do a hard workout and and not do bodybuilding, right, or, or not do any other style of training? And for us, the the relative intensity, the high intensity, that's what produces the results. Um, you know, if you think you know, we think in a workout in terms of intensity, but think about um, you know if you've been through school and you have to study, right? The harder you study, the more focused your study is you know, taking notes, listening, reading, speaking things out loud, the more focused your, your study is the better off you're going to be, the more you're going to learn that knowledge. So that is intensity is that's how you produce results, right? In the business world, you got to focus on your key priorities and that's how you produce results. So really for us, the intensity means, yeah, that's how we're going to get the results, get fitter, um, in the long run.
0: Okay. And then uh, CrossFit will also describe as far as uh, the number of times we should work out a week. So what is the mantra of CrossFit when it comes to uh, intervals? We'll restate that. Um, So the last component of a workout uh, segment is how much and how often should I work out?
1: Got it. Yeah. So uh, kind of the, the thought process is five or six days a week take all of the elements that we do in the gym, you know, the, all of the basic gymnastics movements, the pull-ups, the pull ups rope climb sit-ups, um, you know, and then take your weightlifting, take your monostructural stuff, the biking, the running, the, the rowing, mix all of those elements, uh, in as many combinations as you can five or six days a week, uh, and be creative of it. The, you know, the, the idea is that the routine is the enemy that we don't want to keep repeating the same movement the same rep scheme the same load uh, day in and day out so um, and again keeping workouts intense and short uh, one helps just keep your your fitness dialed into an hour right I'm, I've been you know in the past been in the gym for two hours and not gotten a 10th as much done as I can get done in a CrossFit class because we're able to keep the workout short and intense and, and structured the way we do.
0: Yeah. Which is, uh, it's nice and it's come in and it's kind of action packed. Is there anything to, uh, kind of the different, um, setup in a class where we come in and usually we do our lifts, uh, in the first segment of class. So whether it's doing deadlifts or push presses, uh, and then following that up with the workout, is there, is there a, a method to that madness as far as doing the lifts or something like that first?
1: Yes, for sure. Um, There's a lot that goes on into that, but yeah, there should be enough time in a 60-minute session to, to, we'll call it practice, um, whether that's a lift or a skill. Uh, So, you know, doing a deadlift, even if we're going heavy on the deadlift, we can think of that as practicing the skill. Um, Similarly, if we're practicing a muscle-up, and even if you can't do a muscle-up, you can still practice the skills that are required to do that for 15, 20, 25 minutes and also have time for a workout. Um, so yeah, there, there is a method to that madness and that's kind of at at the core of the way that Greg Glassman started to program these CrossFit workouts because there is time or there, there needs to be time to to practice those skills, right? If we had workouts that have muscle ups in them, and you can't do a muscle up. Well, when are you going to spend the time to do that? Well, we need to be able to fit that into our training session. And that for us, had we're going to spend an hour total. So
0: that's a good way to look at it. That uh, basically the first 15 minutes is is really practice, even though we might yeah, be doing exactly like six by one or six by two or three sets of five. It's really the time to really hone in on the practice and it's practice. and get the movement down. Exactly. So then when we go do. Twenty-one fifteen nine of that movement. We're not getting crazy sloppy with our movement. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yep. That's one hundred percent the the thought process behind it.
0: Okay. So the third and final um, component of CrossFit CrossFit would be is the community. Um, so again, I think this was the one thing that really surprised me about CrossFit um, as I got into it was how strong the community was. And then, you know, once you're in it for six, seven, eight, nine months, you would come to get, you know, integrated into that community. Yeah. And that's really what keeps you coming back. So I think that they, you know, it's different than going to Planet Fitness or just working out at your office after work Yeah. because there is no community there. Exactly. And I, I think at the beginning, it's intimidating that the community exists because you walk in, you feel like an outcast. Absolutely. But then once you get into the community um then it becomes a huge asset and a huge motivator to kind of uh um keep going so what's your kind of thoughts on the uh, the community aspect of crossfit
1: Yeah, you said it for sure. I mean the the camaraderie is the camaraderie is fun, right? And and yes, it is intimidating for sure to to come into that because because it is so visible even to someone who's never looked at it, right? You can walk into a CrossFit class in any gym and, and just pick up that energy of the camaraderie. And that's, that's special. You know, it's, you know, at at KCI that for us, it, it looks and feels a lot like a family. Um, and, and for us, that's, that's fun. Um, but, but really kind of at the, at the root of that is a couple things with, with the accountability, right? More often than not sticking to a fitness plan or a nutrition plan or any plan in life the, the hardest part is being accountable to that plan having the camaraderie of a community whether it's you're close with one people or or one person or you're close with 5 or 20 that accountability will keep you coming back and keep you on track right we're we're not designed to do it alone uh, you know the the people that are very successful at fitness that can do it by themselves they are they are the outliers and they are the minority for sure we we thrive off that community and we we produce results out of that community so the, the accountability the accountability is is a really big key to that
0: and i would i would just add to that going back to the intensity portion um you know the other beauty of the community is you typically in the class that you're working on you'll find the one or two people that are um, kind of in your zone or in the same class of athlete that you are. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and so the intensity really gets ratcheted up because you're not necessarily maybe competing, but you're trying to keep up. Uh, and then we've all had experiences where you work out next to somebody and you can't help, but you're naturally pushing exactly. because it, it's not necessarily a competition, but you're pushing. Totally. So if you are doing, um, you know, we did the 500 meter row and we did the box jumps, mm-hmm. uh, in a recent workout, If you were doing a 500 meter row, you might row it at, you know, a two minute pace, but you got somebody next to you that's a relatively similar athlete, you know, maybe you're at 155 or 150, you know, you keep pushing a little bit. And then if you're doing box jumps, you know, you might jump up and jump down and wait two seconds, jump back up, jump back down, wait two seconds. But if you got your buddy next to you, you know, you're up and down, up and down, up and down. So as much as we talked about intensity under the workout portion, the community, Really adds to that intensity, and you just notice that from doing an open workout with a group, or if you've ever been in a class where you're just the single person there. Yeah. You know, you never push yourself as hard as you would if you're in a class of five or six.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That uh, that kind of plays into the uh, the the herd or the pack instinct that we have. We wanna we wanna keep up, right? We don't wanna be left behind. Uh, whether we want to, whether we desire to be a leader or not, we, we, we just want to stay together and we want to keep up. So, uh, so yeah, that, that aspect does help deliver the intensity or that helps, like you said, ratchet up the intensity for, for each
0: individual, uh, of the workout. So, yeah, and I think just to kind of recap, you know, the, the three different bullet points is simple nutrition, a workout, and the community, uh, you, nutrition is tough for everyone, so I'm not going to belabor that one and say it's a piece of cake. But yeah. really, the beauty of CrossFit for me is the workouts being different every day. Yep. They're being programmed for me, which I love, and they are very intense, and I sweat a lot, and so I really mm-hmm. feel like I got my money's worth by coming to uh, class each day and getting a great workout. And then, as I mentioned, you know, the community is just the other huge aspect of that. So.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I think if we're, you know, kind of putting a, putting a bow on this discussion, it's, you know, whether you're brand new to CrossFit and listening to this or whether you've been around for a year or two years or three, um, you you know, we want to provide you with the, the information and the like the why behind what we're doing. Right. Obviously we want to provide you with a, a fun class and a good experience. And I want you to sweat and work out and see results. But I also, it's, it's part of my goal to help you understand why you're doing what you're doing. I don't just want to lead you blindly through workouts and and without you understanding the movements, why you're doing them, what is the reason for it? You know, why do we do all these movements with funny names and uh, acronyms and things? So, so yeah, the, the methodology, you know, the, the constantly varied functional movements performed at high intensity is, is at the core of you know, the foundation really of what we build our workouts upon. Um training five or six days a week, you know, mixing them up as much as we can.
0: So well, thank you very much for explaining that. And hopefully we'll have a little bit of different perspective now when we kind of go to our next class and and uh appreciate for breaking that down. Yeah, definitely. That was a good talk. That's a wrap on episode number three. And a big thanks to Nick for breaking down the key components outlined by the CrossFit website. And thank you to our community for joining us. Please don't forget to subscribe to the Gratitude and Great podcast and join us every week for a new episode. If this podcast is delivering value to your life, then let us hear about it. If we are missing something, then please let us know by sending your questions or comments to podcast at kcicrossfit.com.